Dish TV is better than cable TV. Why? Because you can save 45% on packages compared to your high-priced cable bill. Wow. Take those giant scissors out and cut the cable. And save with Dish TV. Plus, you get a free DVR upgrade to record your favorite shows and free installation. And with Dish Anywhere, you can watch TV for free on your mobile device. Act fast. You can save hundreds of dollars. Does your cable company do that for you? Get all the best TV programming at your fingertips at a fraction of the price of cable TV. So say adios, arrivederci, goodbye to the high cable bill, and save up to 45% on Dish TV packages today. These are limited time offers and can change at any time. Call fast. 800-405-2561. 800-405-2561. 800-405-2561. That's 800-405-2561. Ladies and gentlemen, live from the West Coast, it's time for Ring Talk Live Worldwide, your inside look into combat sports. And now, the host of the longest-running fight show in radio and Internet history, Pedro Fernandez. Damas y caballeros, bienvenidos, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Sports Byline Broadcast Network and Ring Talk Live Worldwide. 35, make that 36 years now of radio presence. Straight up. My name is Pedro Fernandez, in case you didn't know that. Of course, I have been doing this a little bit. We're going to have some great guests today. Of course, Larry Merchant will join us in just a little bit. We'll hear from the, the ascending lightweight champion, the man that says he's going to take out the Silk Lomachenko. I'm talking about Teofimo Lopez. Last night, successful in a second-round KO over Richard Comey. Comey came in at like 28-2, and two, 26 KOs. I told you this kid was a real deal. Comey, he was a real good fighter, man. He's not a guy you can break down easily. He's never been broke down before, but he got broken down. In two rounds last night, a KO loser in two rounds now, 28 and three. Straight up, the kid's only 15 and 0 now, 12 knockouts. Talk about the IBF lightweight champions. Of course, going to take on Vasil Lomachenko. Looks like that fight is slated for April. Some people are thinking it's too soon, but hey, he's a superstar. We'll see if he can live up to that superstar potential when he clashes with the great Vasil Lomachenko, the two time world amateur champion, probably in April 2020. So we've got Larry Merch today. We'll hear from Terrence Crawford. He was a winner last night as well. Of course, a winner inside the distance. And, and, We'll also delve into the world of mixed martial arts and the USC. Of course, Colby Covington, Donald Trump's favorite fighter. Not a good night for him. Great night for Kamir Usman. Of course, the world welterweight champion, the uh, reigning women's world bantamweight champion. Amanda Nunes is still champion. She was a decision winner. So we got lots of things to talk about. And we'll hear from Max Holloway as well, the ex-world 145-pound champion. He lost his featherweight championship last night in a unanimous nod across the board to Mr. Volkanovski. So props to him. He took it in class. Lots of things to talk about today. We've got open phone lines all around the planet. 1-800-878-7529. That's 1-800-878-7529. Or, or the Guilfrey No Commitment Text Line. 415-275-1613. Text us in the studio. The text line, 415-275-1613. You're tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide, baby. Here comes the decision now. Let's listen. 
clarity in the world of professional boxing is spelled WBO. That's right, the World Boxing Organization is boxing's only transparent sanctioned body. You can follow the WBO on Facebook or check out their website, WBOboxing.com. That's WBOboxing.com. The World Boxing Organization. Football and basketball seasons are in full swing. So get into the game with our exclusive sports betting partners, betonline.ag. Sign up today to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit to start betting college or professional sports. Every spread, every total, every winner or loser. Straight bet, parlay, or tease your way through the season. You can even bet on wild proposition bets like... Who will be the first head coach to get fired? Or who will win the NBA MVP? Get the fastest to market odds, updates, and payouts with our new sportsbook partners, betonline.ag. Head over to the website today or use your mobile device to join and use promo code COACH55. That's COACH55 to receive your 50% welcome bonus. Betonline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. Now you can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. At 28, I had struggled with opiate and meth addiction for 12 years. I did and said things that the sober me never would have done. One day I realized I was not invincible. I was not exempt. And that's when a friend told me about elite rehab placement. They gave me the tools I needed to get sober. And all it took was the one phone call. Elite Rehab can help you start to break your addiction problem and get sober in as little as seven days. And we'll work with your insurance provider to help cover the costs. Plus, we have travel assistance programs to get you here by plane or train. Make this free call right now to learn more. 800-403-5912. That's 800-403-5912. Ladies and gentlemen, we have the time. One minute, 13 seconds in round number two. Our referee in charge, David Field, stops the contest. He is the winner by way of technical knockout. He is still undefeated. And the new IBF lightweight champion of the world, Dale Seymour. Teofimo Lopez, you get that world championship. You fulfilled your father's prophecy that you would be a champion. (laughs) It's right there. What does this mean to you, though, to be called a world champion? God, thank you. (laughs) Always. Adios, gracias. Gracias, adios. Thank you so much, man. (laughs) I'm lost for words, but like the, the great KG said, anything is possible. Anything is possible! 
you fought a heavy-handed champion who had power in both hands. How were you able to break him down like that? Preparation, man. <laughs> That's a bad guy. That's a bad man right there. Any shot could have done the same thing. So I think everybody was looking forward to this fight for those reasons, man. It was going to be, a, it's going to be an explosive night. This is a place where the greatest fighters have fought, where the greatest fought fighters have lost. But you come away with your first ever title, and you did it just down the street from where you were born. What does this mean to you? Everything. It's a blessing on blessing, man. Uh, I'm grateful, man. I just want to tell everybody out there, dreams come true, man. You just got to have faith in it and just keep going. 17 years, man. My first world title winning it at Madison Square Garden. This is surreal, man. Your dad said you would be a champion in 15 fights and that you would be fighting Vasily Lomachenko in your 16th fight. Who do you want next? You guys know who you want, man. 2020, it'll be going down. But as of right now, I'm going to finish the year enjoying life. Enjoying life as we all should, man. I'm more than an athlete. And I go to every athlete out there, to every fan that think that we're just robots. We're more than athletes, baby. More than athletes. You're getting seated. Honduras, this is para ti. Thank you very much, the new champion, Teofimo Lopez, Joe. Darkest of night with the moon shining bright. There's a set going strong, a lot of things going on. The man of the hour has an air of great power. The dudes have ended him for so long. Oh, super the man of the hour. Is he the next Hector Camacho? Is he the next Fernando Vargas? Are they pushing him too fast because of the fact that maybe he's going to get out of control? Of course, they pushed Vargas into that fight with Felix Trinidad probably when he wasn't ready. Had less than 20 fights straight up. He came up short. But will that happen this time? Of course, the Lomachenko, the once-beaten 135-pound champion, having captured titles, I think, at 130 before and 126. He is the real deal, no doubt about it. But these guys are going to hook it up in 2020. It will be a mega fight. Now... From a mega fight to a superstar and a Hall of Famer himself, let's bring in the HBO, the retired HBO godfather, Larry Merchant. Larry, very good morning to you, sir. Okay, the godfather, we'll get the godfather ready to rock in just a second. You are tuned to the Mighty Sports Byline Broadcast Network. This is Ring Talk Live Worldwide, of course. Lomachenko, he, uh, we'll get to him in a little bit, but he called out Mr. Uh, Mr. Comey last, I mean, Mr. Uh, uh, Lopez last night. I mean, it was back and forth. I guess they had this set. Top Rank has it together. Top rank has both guys, both Lomachenko and Lomachenko. Of course, a you know the problem with Lomachenko is that he doesn't speak great, the greatest of English. He's not an American because if he was, if he was Mexican, wow, what a star he would be. I mean, throughout the world, he just would. Unfortunately, you know, he just I don't know what to say. Maybe this super opponent with Teofimo Lopez, who they consider a super opponent, maybe that'll bring make the cream rise to the top as far as Lomachenko is concerned. Now let's take it to Southern California and bring in the retired HBO Godfather. <laughs> Mr. Larry Merchant, a very good morning to you, sir. Back at you, Pedro. How's the Godmama? We're doing all right. The trees yeah. seem to be blowing their tops down here. All the palm trees. It's a windy day. Yeah, well, that's that's the beauty of so that's the beauty of California. Um, speaking of the beauty, the beauty of the sweet science was in full force last night. Of course, Teofimo Lopez, the aforementioned now IBF lightweight champion, in just his fifteenth fight. Taking out a fighter and, and Mr. Comey, who, who, was, who was rugged and tough, 20, 28 and 2, 26 scales. The two losses were split decisions, both in other guys' hometowns, and we know how that goes. So why, did he make a statement last night, or am I, over, am I exaggerating? Uh, sorry, Pedro, I didn't quite hear what you uh, said. I said, 
as far as Mr. Lopez is concerned, am I am I going too far by thinking maybe he's he's the next superstar in boxing? Am I am I pushing the envelope too far already? Well, there's a number of next superstars in boxing. Um, frankly, um, I was out to dinner and just watched the main event uh, last night, Crawford, and I found that uh, really interesting and even exhilarating uh, fight. Okay, now I'm going I'm to put you on the spot, Godfather. You're a Hall of Famer. Can you say the Can you say the opponent's first and last name? No. <laughs> well, you know, back, you know, back in the day when there were a lot of Eastern Europeans who came to America and worked in the coal mines and and in the fields, they would just change their names. Yeah. There were many fighters like actors and others who changed their names so that we we could tap into them um, more easily. Yep. Like, like, yeah. Anyway, his first name is Edgeticus, Mean Machine, and I'll spell the last name K A V A L I A U S K A S. Bottom line is he's 21 and 1 now. One draw of 17 KOs, falling inside the distance to Mr. Crawford. Crawford made a statement last night and talked about wanting to fight other welterweights, but who's really out there besides Sean Porter that he can fight now that, that Earl Spence figures to be on the fence on the uh, men for a while? <sighs> Well, there are fighters that, you know, he fought most of his career, I believe, at 140. Yeah. So there are guys out there and uh, guys who will move up to fight him who are good fighters. Uh, and, I, you know, I, I can't, I don't know, but certainly you'd want to see him fight Manny Pacquiao. You'd want to see him fight um, Keith Thurman. Juan Carlos Ramirez. That's the guy I like at 140 pounds, a WBC 140 pound champion. I, I like him a lot too, and but I don't know that uh, Top Rank, the promotion company, which uh, has both of them, is mm-hmm. going to jeopardize either one uh, in that in that fight uh, just yet. But I was fascinated by uh, Crawford's fight last night. He's, he's generally a boxer puncher. Um, and, and very uh, clever and quick, and his ability to turn from uh, conventional to southpaw is something I've I don't remember seeing before as comfortable as he can be either side. But last night he came to show that he wants to fight, mm-hmm. and uh, he was a positive of force. He went after a tough opponent. And uh, he made it into a, a real fight at times, not just a, a clinic in boxing. Pound for pound right now, outside of Canelo Alvarez, who do you think is the best fighter in boxing right now? I mean, well, Canelo's I don't know why his... it should be outside of Canelo Alvarez. Is that like saying, well, he's number one and who's number two? No, it's just like the, as far as his pay status and turn that $367 million is sort of puts him in a class of his own. And, and, and as well, far I'm as not going to like, punish him for being in a class of his own. He <laughs> should be the best pound-for-pound pound fighter, given what he's done in different divisions. But, I, but you know, look, I think there are a number of uh, candidates, including uh, Crawford, uh, Lomachenko, 
Um, those are the names that come uh, to mind immediately. And uh, how many candidates can you have for best pound for pound in the world at one time? Good point. We're talking with the God, retired HBO Godfather, Mr. Larry Merchant, folks. Open phone lines all around the planet. 1-800-878-7529. That's 1-800-878-7529. Or hit us up on the guilt-free, the no-commitment text line. The text line, 415-275-1613. The studio text line, once again, 415-275-1613. More with the retired HBO Godfather, Larry Merchant, after the break. You're tuned to Sports Byline. It has been said that everyone has a book in them. But do you have the time or the ability to write your book? Maybe you picked up some skills or had a life experience that you want to pass on in the form of a book to help others. Maybe you want to leave an autobiography for your family. Or maybe you've built a successful business and you want to share your story. At Dorrance Publishing Company, we have professional writers who can help turn your book idea into a finished manuscript quickly and affordably. A Dorrance ghostwriter can provide as much or as little help as you need to complete your book. You'll work directly with your ghostwriter to finish your book faster than you ever could on your own. It's easy to become a published author. Call Dorrance now to learn more. 800-485-6003. Call right now. That number is 800-485-6003. If you or a loved one is suffering from a physical or emotional condition that has left you unable to work, then listen carefully. Take this number down. 800-593-7491. That's 800-593-7491. When you call, you'll speak with a Social Security disability expert and get a free evaluation to see if you may qualify for disability insurance benefits from the U.S. government. That's right, a monthly cash payment paid directly to you from the Social Security Administration. Whether you're applying for the first time or you've already been denied disability benefits, call now. The disability attorneys at Pinnacle Disability can help you build your case, file an appeal, and represent you at no upfront cost to you. Don't wait another minute to see if you may qualify for your Social Security disability benefits. Call Pinnacle Disability Group at 800-593-7491 for your free case evaluation. That's 800-593-7491. 800-593-7491. Call now. Hey, travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call, because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first-class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. Now, more of Ring Talk. 
with Pedro Fernandez. That Mexican kid, probably. Ay, 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 ay. Looks like Andy Ruiz had a few too many Fritos corn chips. Of course, weighing in at 283 pounds. After weighing 268 pounds for the first fight, that was six months and six days prior. So in the six months and six days, he gained probably about 60 pounds. Shame on him. Bottom line is, his opponent, I'm talking about the former champion, the 2012 Olympic gold medalist, Mr. Uh, Joshua, of course, he showed up. Stayed close to the script, fought a great game plan, and guess what? He sort of showed people, I guess, how to beat a bigger guy that can uh, beat a guy that that knocked you out before. Godfather, what's your spin on that? I mean, is it, am I am I not praising Joshua enough? <laughs> well, I give him the highest marks uh, for doing something I've never seen a top heavyweight do. Uh, because heavyweights styles are usually stamped by the by how big they are, how strong they are, how well they take a punch, all that stuff. And to see uh, a fighter of his caliber fight a completely different style, a boxing style, to take off ten pounds from his uh, Adonis figure. Uh, and to prepare for that opponent in that way and box him in that way and maintain his discipline and poise uh, throughout the fight uh, is something I've never seen before. Now, I don't want to see uh, every, every heavyweight <laughs> try to uh, emulate uh, Muhammad Ali. Um, that's not what heavyweight boxing should be about. But in this case... He came up with the right plan to fight the right man, who incidentally, uh, he, 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 he contributed to his own downfall by coming in 15 pounds over the 15 additional pounds he, 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 he had in his previous fight. So I give uh, my love uh, to him, and uh, I'm... Uh, Looking forward to seeing how he does it in the future. Do you remember? Do you remember what you said to me? Remember the conversation you had with Muhammad Ali in 1987, right after Tyson had just won the title at the Las Vegas Hilton. Remember that conversation yep. you had with Ali that day when when you said to him, "Well, he won the title," and Ali's response was, "How long can he hold it?" Remember that? How long can he keep it up? Right. And, and, and um, so, so, go on. Well, because I think Ali understands understood how difficult it is to maintain that that high devotion to what you've done after you've become rich and famous mm -hmm. with all the people pulling at you um with all the life <coughs> comforts out there for you uh it's it's why we have so few long-time champions Hmm. You know, Andy Ruiz sort of followed in the footsteps of uh, Buster Douglas before him after pulling off the huge upset. Maybe uh, Hasim Rahman in, in more recent times, of course, with Lennox Lewis. These guys climb to the mountaintop. They achieve the greatest accomplishment in the world. And then they don't prepare for the rematch. And, you know, I've, I've never got that. I mean, if always, I've, I'm sort of scared of getting my tail kicked. You know, especially I remember that's why Buster Douglas trained so hard for Tyson the first time. John Johnson told me they thought Tyson might kill him. You know, um, 
I'm thinking of Lennox Lewis at the moment. Lennox Lewis is widely recognized as the best heavyweight of his time in the 90s. And yet he was knocked out twice. But he avenged both KOs by KOing the guys who KO'd him. And that is certainly a preferable role to see a heavyweight who has lost to an opponent by a knockout uh, go after him and knock him out in the rematch. So I'm curious to see what Joshua does in the future. Is he going to come in as as uh, at a slim for him, uh, 230, 230, 235, and, and just bounce around the ring and... Uh, occasionally throw a meaningful punch or is he going to revert to the style we saw before in which uh he, he was like a what i would call a puncher boxer what if he combined the two in other words you know the the difference between a good fighter and a great fighter of course ray leonard said this time and again but the difference is being willing to gamble he wasn't even willing to gamble even though when he had he had a you know he was holding a, a king and an ace and he's looking at a king and a three and he wasn't willing to throw on that guy in like the 11th or 12th round, 10th, 11th or 12th round. Godfather, I, I, I'm sorry, but I would have thrown out the script out the window. I'd have went for it at one point in time. I mean, just, I just, I had, that's me. That's, I mean, they just said to okay, me, go out I, there. Uh, I think he was, I think he was committed um, through training to fight in that style. It's yeah. the first time he's ever fought in that style. And so what you're suggesting is something that maybe would evolve in him so that the, he could use both parts of what he has done so well to, to be a dominant heavyweight. I'm curious to see what he chooses to do in the future, what he's able to do in the future, and um, against a Wilder or a Fury, uh, so, you know, maybe he is going to be the kind of fighter who could adapt either way. Uh, in a sense, that's what Crawford did last night. He boxed, and, and some rounds he just boxed and uh, won the round, and other rounds he took it to his opponent and broke him down. You know, he's, a, he's an amazing fighter. Omaha, Nebraska, not, not exactly the mecca of boxing, but, man, that kid can really fight. A stud is an amateur now, a champion at 135, 140. And, of course, the guy at 147, especially with Earl Spence on the shelf, maybe permanently. Um, any word out of Earl, any word from the Jerry Jones camp as to what's going on with this guy, whether he's going to, whether he's, whether he, can he walk and all that stuff? Godfather, you know any of that? I have, I have no idea. And, and the very fact that they're uh, making it into a, a puzzle suggests the worst. Maybe the worst is not there, but if if they were confident about him, they'd put him out there. They'd tell us what his injuries are and what the prospects are, but um, maybe it's unknown, interior uh, uh, issues. Mm-hmm. But uh, the fact that they've, uh, they're hiding it uh, does not um, make us uh, believe that Spence will be back uh, soon. The the I, and I don't say this in the, in the in the wrong way. I don't want to say this in the wrong way. 
But the once beaten Charlo brother, like Hector Martinez says, the lesser of the Charlo brothers, according to Hector. And Hector knows some about boxing. But he's taking on uh, Tony Harrison next week. And Tony Harrison beat him in, in, in their first round. And Godfather, this is the worst bad blood. I mean, these guys, um, if they weren't fighting, fighting in a boxing match, they'd be fighting for real. That's They really despise one another. Um, well, at least that's what we think. Um, I... I my, my take on fighters who, you know, talk it up, make it up uh, before a fight is that it's about themselves, not about the opponent. They're trying to work themselves in, into a, a fighting mentality. Uh, we'll see. Okay, before I let you go, Donald Trump's favorite fighter got drilled last night in the fifth round in an MMA fight. Of course, he wore the America, Make America Great hat and all that kind of good stuff. What does it say to you when you see people in the armed forces in the background doing this white power salute and that kind of with that little finger thing? What, is, what does that say to you about the state of our country in 2020, 2019? Godfather, you've been around a little bit. You know, it's scary um, to, to think that in the armed forces they, they have white nationalist groups. Whoa. I mean, look, there have always been divisions in America. Uh, you wouldn't remember this, but when I was a boy and uh, Franklin Delano Roosevelt was the president, uh, the Democratic Party was made up of the segregationist South and the big political machines in big cities. Um, so there have always been divisions and, 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 and different uh, groups coming together to get what they want in a political party. But uh, this is uh, a little scary and uh, and disjointing. Um, I've never heard of anything like that. You know, it's, 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 it's appalling to me, and of course it's appalling to a lot of people, but for 37% of the country, for 40% of the country, this is, this is right to the script that they, they live by, and this is what they they sort of, it's horrible to say that, but some of us didn't evolve in the 20th century godfather. Unfortunately, 38 to 40% of the country, they call them deplorables. I think that's what Hillary Clinton called them, but the bottom line is they did not, they did not evolve and the rest of us have. And I wish you the best on this Sunday. Say hello to the guy, Mama, for me. Sort of leave that on a sad note. Give her a big kiss for me, godfather. Tell her my best. Keep the faith, Pedro. The great Larry Merchant, folks. A little sad there to talk about things like that. I mean, here we are in America. This is the United States of America, folks. And you know, I'm into my. I'm 62 years old now, and I've seen a lot go, lot go by me. I've seen a lot go by. I've seen Kennedy get killed. I've seen all kinds of crazy stuff go on in this country. Okay, but I don't think I've ever seen like 40 percent of the country say, you know what? It's all about us, and we don't want it about anybody else. We don't care about anybody else. It's pretty crazy, unfortunately. That's the way it is in 2020, 2019. As we head into our next segment, we're talking mixed martial arts and a little boxing, of course. Straight up Terrence Crawford looking spectacular last night as the godfather of Larry said, Of course, what can I say about Crawford outside of being undefeated? They call him Bud. Now, I wonder if they call him Bud because he smokes Buds or because he's a Bud. Which one is it? 
You're tuned to the Mighty Sports Byline Broadcast Network. Open phone lines, baby. Hit me up. 1-800-878-7529. That's 1-800-878-7529. Or, or the text read, the no commitment text line, 415-275-1613. The text line, 415-275-1613. Here comes the decision now. Let's listen. Clarity in the world of professional boxing is spelled WBO. That's right. The World Boxing Organization is boxing's only transparent, sanctioned body. You can follow the WBO on Facebook or check out their website, WBOboxing.com. That's WBOboxing.com. The World Boxing Organization. Here's a great way to save money on your prescription medications. If you take Viagra or Cialis, we can give you a way to pay as little as $2 a pill. Compare that to prices as high as $60 per tablet. These pills work for men and women to improve their sexual performance. And now for the price of two or three pills, you can get nearly 100. There's no need to pay expensive prices for Viagra or Cialis. Call now with your prescription and pay as little as $2 a pill. We offer 24-7 service and always free delivery and confidential packaging. Change your life for the better and have fun. Call Pharmacy Shop 24-7 to get generic versions of Viagra or Cialis for as little as $2 a pill, plus free discreet shipping. 800-709-4409. 800-709-4409. That's 800-709-4409. Hey, travelers. Do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call. Because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first-class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. iHeartRadio, an app so powerful, it holds 20 million songs from 450,000 artists, thousands of the best live radio stations, custom stations, and stations created just for you. It's anywhere and it's everywhere. Millions of songs, thousands of stations, one free app. iHeartRadio is that easy. Download the app today or listen online at iHeartRadio.com. Now more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. That's a sobering thought. You know, there's like a 19 different ways to listen to the show. Of course, you can always listen on Sirius XM Satellite Radio Channel from 211, the Dan Patrick Channel. Of course, you can also listen on iHeartRadio, whether it's live or delayed. That's right. Go to iHeartRadio, search Sports Byline. You get the live broadcast, search Ring, search Ring Talk, get the podcast. You can hook it up as far as the podcast is concerned. In fact, iHeart will notify you each time there's a Ring Talk episode coming on live and or a delayed broadcast. So you'll get it all. 
You'll never be out of touch with Ring Talk Live Worldwide if you subscribe to iHeartRadio. Of course, iHeartRadio and Ring Talk Live Worldwide, man, two knockouts at you at the same time. Straight up, a knockout winner last night, of course, talk about Terrence Crawford. And the guy knocked out, we're just going to call him Mean Machine. The bottom line is that name is a killer. Of course, he's now 21, 1 and 1, 17 kills. Crawford moves to 36 and zip, 27 wax. Of course, defends the, wow, the WBO welterweight title with a ninth round kill. What can I say? He had a lot to say post-fight. Let's hear what he had to say. He is the winner by way of technical knockout and still the undefeated WBO welterweight champion of the world, Terrence Bud Crawford. You turn this into a street fight. Is that point you wanted to make? First and foremost, I like to thank God because why, without him, None of this will be, a, be possible, but uh, I thought I'd entertain y'all for a little bit, you know. Uh, he's a strong fighter. He's uh, adorable, and I thought I'd give you the crowd something to cheer for and be excited, excited about. Round two, he caught you. It looked like a knockdown. It wasn't counted as one. How hurt were you? I wasn't hurt at all. As you see, I got up and went straight to him. You know, uh, he caught me with a good shot. As I was bending down, he kind of pushed me, you know, and I was just like, all right, you know. Now, let's step to him because I wasn't hurt by no means. As you can see, I walked through everything he threw all night. We talked about the fact that he didn't talk leading into this fight. There was no animosity, but you had that mean streak at the end in the finish. Walk us through that beautiful finish there where you dropped him and then you finished him with just one shot. Well, yeah, uh, the round before that, I noticed, you know, my coaches kept telling me stop low enough. You know, I was loading up a lot uh, this fight because the first couple of clean shots that I landed on him, I, I knew I hurt him. You know, so I was trying to give the crowd what they wanted, and I was a knockout. And uh, I was loading up, but then when I started letting my hands go, that's when I started, you know, landing more uh, fatal shots. And after I dropped him with the uppercut, I came back. I was like, all right. He's parrying my jab. I'm going to fake the jab and throw, just come out with a right hook. It took you a long time to switch to the orthodox stance. Why was that? Then once you did, it changed the fight. Well, I wanted to come out orthodox from the jump, but my coach was just like, go, go southpaw and uh, jab, jab, you know, see what he got. And I was like, all right. You do it once again here at Madison Square Garden, another knockout win. Most importantly, 2020, everyone's expecting great things from you. Who do you want? Well, listen, I've been saying I fight anybody. I've been saying that for I don't know how long. So I don't really got to call out anybody. You know, I fought my mandatory. That's because I had to. I'm not ducking anybody on the PBC side or even on the top rank uh, side of the uh, platform. I f I'm, like I said, y'all pick them, I'll fight them. You pick them. Who would it be? You're the guy that calls a shot. Well, listen, man, if I could pick them, I would have fought all the guys that I picked before. So there is no need to say any names because, you know, everybody know who I want to fight. I want to fight all, all the top guys. It's simple. Thank you very much, bud. Congratulations. Hey, shout out to my cousin Mandrill. Shout out to my kids at home. Shout out Manny Ponce. And RIP to my grandpa, Willie McNeil. The great Terrence Crawford, folks. Omaha, Nebraska, of course, the boxing hotbed that it is. The mecca of boxing. Not really, but, man, this kid is just brought it on. He brought it to the city. Sort of like. Sort of like, you know, 
Um, Jermaine Taylor, when he brought Little Rock, Arkansas back on the map, of course, that was in what, 19, no, they get back 2004, of course, winning the bronze medal. And, and of course, Mr. Mr. Taylor, of course, didn't hold on to that middleweight title too long. But when I went down to Little Rock, of course, the reason why I'm bringing this up is my daddy and my grandmother, everybody was like from Little Rock. My grandmother had my father in Little Rock, Arkansas. So when I was doing the television back there for a Jermaine Taylor fight, Hugh Malay came to me and said, Pedro, Pedro, so tell me, your, your family's from Little Rock. What do you think about Little Rock? And I repeated this once before, folks, but I got to say it again. Thank God grandma didn't miss that Greyhound, because if she did, I'd be picking cotton, not on the radio. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide, your inside look at the world of boxing, MMA, of course. Comey falling last night in two rounds. Wow, that was pretty, you know, Comey's a rough dude. He's never been, like, mugged like that. And man, Mr. Teofimo Lopez just came out and made a statement. Much like maybe... Maybe like maybe it was a Roberto Duran-like statement. We'll hear from the PhD of boxing in hour number two. I'm talking about Socrates Palmer Beard, about 40 minutes past hour number two. Of course, this is the two-hour edition live on Sunday for two hours, 11 a.m. Pacific time. That's 2 p.m. each time live on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network, Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Of course, Virgil Ortiz, Friday night, moved to 15 and zip. Took on a guy named Brad Solomon. Well, Brad wasn't all that much. He chopped Brad down. Virgil looks like he might be the real deal. And uh, a guy to be reckoned with, of course, he's got a couple of these little franchise titles. And I call them franchise titles because there's a whole bunch of them. You know, I mean, we know who Crawford is and like we know who who, who now Joshua is. He's got like four of the belts and this kind of stuff. But a lot of these other guys only got one belt. And, of course, you want to look to one sanctioning body and you really can't look to one sanctioning body. You look to the, the WBO for honesty and integrity. But since there's fighters and other sanctioning bodies ranked by other sanctioning bodies and champions and other sanctioning bodies you've got to look at the whole bowl of soup okay and the whole bowl of soup right now at 147 man it's all about manny pacquiao how can i say that the guy's like 41 years old 40 years old going on 90 he'll turn he'll turn 41 i think i think again in july in july this is his birthday but you know he's he's an incredible athlete but the pain and the residual effects of, of going through this age of 40, they can't be good for a guy that's been fighting since like 1996, 1997. Yeah, he's been around that long. And of course, the dismantling of Keith Thurman, man, he gangster slapped Keith Thurman. I don't, you know, Keith was a younger guy, but Keith was, Keith's got a weed problem. I hate to say it. Some guys can smoke weed and handle it. What did Dave Chappelle say? You know, not too many things you can do and stay crisp. Weeds may be one of them. Well, not, 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 for, not for Mr. Keith Thurman. Because he got into it too much. He was going into the, the forest and bringing his flute and, I guess, looking for snakes to blah, 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 blow his flute and smoke weed and all that kind of good stuff. And that's a bit of extreme. And I come from the cannabis capital of the world. Of course, I'm talking about Northern California, folks. Forget Amsterdam. Anyway, but I think I know what I'm talking about. Mr. Thurman, though, just got a little burnt out on that weed. He just, just couldn't come back. Couldn't get mentally focused. Couldn't get physically, I think, in the condition he wanted to get in for that Manny Packoff fight, his first fight, really, as far as world-class level is concerned in a long time and of course and he failed and he failed miserably so that puts a 40 not almost a 41 year old man in the spotlight at 147 pounds now listen to this he won titles at 112 pounds started fighting at 107 pounds 107 and three quarter pounds is what manny pacquiao weighed his pro debut okay then he moved up to 112 he won a title at 112 i think the wbc 112 pound title moved into the 122 pound weight class at the last minute was called in as a substitute uh, for somebody, and he had to take on Ledwaba Mamba, some 
some guy from Africa, and he lit him up like a White House Christmas tree, and, and he, you know, he really hasn't looked back since then. Of course, the Morales fights, the Barrera fight, that fight with Marco Antonio Barrera, man, that really, they, that was a big upset. We all thought that he was in a gangster after the little Filipino. This is the way it was, because, you know, Manny had moved up from 107 pounds. When a guys move up in weight, they usually don't take success with them. Of course, Pac-Man's been the exception to the rule, but then I think there's been some exceptions to his rule in general. You know, I'm talking about maybe the use of, um, okay, I'll say Flintstone vitamins. Not saying he did it. I'm saying there's a possibility he may have done it. But 147 pounds, you got him and Crawford, just let him go. Mm. Just let him fight. Spence is done. As far as the PBC end of this, uh, premier boxing champions and Al Heyman, of course, he said he's no longer going to recognize the WBO. Why? Because the WBO does things he doesn't want. The WBO won't do backroom deals. I guess with Al Heyman, so Al Heyman doesn't want to do deal, want to do business with him. You know what? Well, I tried to put those guys together a couple of years ago. It wasn't going to happen. And guess what? No love lost. They can both go their separate ways. I wish Al Heyman the best, but I got to tell you like this, okay? To deny your guys ranking and, and maybe to hold the championship in the World Boxing Organization, that doesn't sound like the smartest business move, and it just sure doesn't sound like the best career move for your fighters. But then again, Al Heyman does think in his own way. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. You're inside looking at the world of boxing and MMA. Some of the other guys at 147 pounds, who else? Sean Porter? I mean, come on. Outside of that, I mean, you get to look at 140. I like 140. Of course, 140 being Juan Carlos Ramirez coming back from Italy, the injury. He'll be coming back, I believe, in February 2020 down and be fighting in the Central Valleys from that Fresno area. But he is like amazing. I mean, he's just incredible. I beat up Maurice Hooker. I mean, Maurice Hooker was supposed to win that fight. People were saying, the insiders were saying, you know, Hooker's the real deal, man. He's really the real deal. He's going to go in. He's going to smoke this guy Ramirez. And he's going to emerge on the pound for pound list. Watch, watch, Pedro. And then they went the other way. And not too many people were picking it to go the other way. And they were thinking that Hooker was like a uh, uh, an, an easy pick there. But he was an easy pick. Ramirez took it to him, man. Ramirez is the real deal at 140. Outside of everybody else, I consider him the best fighter at 140 pounds. Of course, 147, best fighter, sort of up in the air there when you got a Filipino guy. And I say he's Filipino because he's such an iconic guy. The senator going to be the president of, the United, uh, of his country at one point in time, not the United States. But then again, he might as well run for president of the United States because, you know, our president isn't all that sharp. Sorry, pal. I've been around the guy, and I know he's not the sharpest sharp in the drawer. He just isn't. Anyway, Manny Pacquiao running for president, they, it's going to happen. I'm not saying he should. I'm not saying he he, uh, he will win, but there's a good chance they're going to put him in there as a, uh, uh, a very moderate moderate candidate. So I wish him the very best luck. Currently, a senator in the Philippines is native to the Philippines, formerly a congressman. But, he, you know, he, he just – and I want to say, just stick on the Manny Pacquiao subject for a minute. I think he built like a 1,000 homes for poor people. I mean, how can you build a 1,000 homes, a 1,000 little homes? That's what he did. I mean, this guy is all class. I mean, I may not like that. Some of his religious beliefs, you know, drinking the virgin blood. I want to know where he got it anyway. But I mean, you know, but all that kind of crazy stuff. I'm sort of like eh, way out there. And of course, his, his feelings about gays, him and me aren't the same, aren't on the same page as far as gay people are concerned, even though he's got gay people in his camp. I never understood that. He slighted, he's, he slammed gay people, said that people with age should die, that kind of good stuff. I mean, that's basically what he said. I'm uh, paraphrasing him here, but he had to take it back. Well, Mike Tyson found out about it. Mike Tyson said, bleep, 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 Manny Pacquiao. So, yeah, Mike Tyson and Manny Pacquiao weren't on the same page as far as gays were concerned either. Manny Pacquiao's got these extremist positions, but as long as you take them into the ring, I wouldn't know about them. So if you leave your religious beliefs and all that kind of good stuff outside of the boxing ring, hey, I'm hip to, I'm down with you. Bottom line is, 
Pacquiao going to be 41 years old. Who's going to fight yet? Who's going to fight next? They just don't know. Believe it or not, they were talking about maybe trying to fight somebody to bring somebody up from 135 pounds, mainly Mikey Garcia. I don't know why they would want to use Mikey Garcia. Of course, Mikey Garcia, part of that premier boxing champions stable. And of course, he was a guy that took two years off because Al Heyman paid him to, to take off. He had some time left on his, I think, his top ranked promotional contract. And he, he just went he went idle for two years, got a lot of money, as did as did Kid Chocolate from Brooklyn, New York. He got a lot of money, too. But look where his career went. And look where Mikey Garcia's career went. People say to me, oh, Mikey is a great fighter. When's the last time Mikey did anything great? When's the last time Mikey did anything outside of mediocre? Come on, talk to me. Ask me. Tell me. Tell me. Tell me. I'm waiting. Because, you know, you can't. The, the Mikey Garcia defenders, I didn't go to the Northern California Veterans Boxers meeting this past Friday at the Italian American Club here in San Francisco. But when I go, they, 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 these guys are like blowing Mikey Garcia. Here's a guy that didn't even try, didn't even put out any effort whatsoever against Earl Spence. I mean, I hate this. He wasn't fat and unprepared like like Andy Ruiz or Andy Louise was for Joshua, but he didn't put up a fight. You don't put up a fight, I don't think much of you. You're tuned to the mighty Sports Byline Broadcast Network. Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how Simple it is right now by calling for your free page publishing new author submission kit. One quick three-minute phone call. That's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published. Pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number. 800-603-0885. 800-603-0885. 800-603-0885. That's 800-603-0885. Imagine this is your money and someone wants to take it from you. Who is it? The IRS. They want your money. And guess what? They can legally take it. All of it if they want. Remember, they sent you that letter that said, hey, you owe us a bunch of cash and we're going to take it from you. So what do you do? Fight back by letting our team of experts at the tax helpline work it out with the IRS so you can keep your money. And we're good at what we do. When you hire us, you get a team of guys on your side that know the IRS laws and will fight to save your money. So if you owe the IRS a ton of cash and you want to keep it, call right now and learn for free how we can help you put it back in your pocket. 800-932-1749. 800-932-1749. That's 800-932-1749. Are you an active stock market investor? Well, then you know these three key words 
buy, sell, hold. Those three magic words can make or lose you money in the stock market. What if we can show you a time-tested tool that's been helping stock market investors succeed for over 30 years? It's called VectorVest, an amazing system designed to make smart investing easy. The VectorVest system analyzes, sorts, and ranks over 19,000 stocks every day and tells you when to buy, what to buy, and when to sell any stock to maximize your profits in less than 10 minutes a day. And if you call right now, you can test drive our amazing VectorVest system risk-free for 30 days for just That's 800-584-2519. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. Dave's not here. This is the cover version. Me and Mrs. Jones, courtesy of Tower of Power. Of course, the Great American Soul Book, circa 2007. Check it out at towerofpower.com. It is the first album, I believe, on Tower of Power Records. Of course, they are doing their own records now. On the soul side of town, the 20th album by the band, of course, has been around now 51 years. Check them out. That new album is at towerofpower.com as well. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. You're inside the world of boxing and MMA. Of course, this has only been hour number one of two live on Sports Byline today, iHeartRadio, Sirius XM, Satellite Radio Channel 211, of course, in our next hour, we'll delve into the world of mixed martial arts to an extent. We'll hear from Max Holloway. We'll hear from the defending and still uh, world welterweight champion, of course, about Kamir Usman, of course, defeating Colby Covington, Donald Trump's fighter last night. It was a bit of a beat down. We'll talk about that in depth. And, and, and we'll bring in Socrates Palmer. Of course, he was ringside last night. Boxing's only PhD was ringside last night in the garden, baby. The real mecca of boxing. Madison Square Guard for the Tiafimo Lopez, of course, Annihilation of Richard Comey, a second round knockout. What can I say? Holy cow. If you didn't see it, go to YouTube.com and check it out during the news break. Straight up, we come to you live after the news, of course, with hour number two of Ring Talk Live Worldwide, Saturday and Sundays, 11 a.m. Pacific time, 11 a.m. Saturday for one hour on Sports Byline, iHeartRadio, and Sirius XM, Satellite Radio, of course. Then the Sunday show, two hours, 11 a.m. Pacific time, same thing, two hours of Ring Talk Live Worldwide. I just get to slow things down a little bit and talk a little bit more on. On Sunday, and of course, expanded with different guests. Of course, hour number two, we'll bring, as I said, we'll hear from Max Holloway. We'll hear from the man that he lost the World Featherweight Championship to. Of course, we'll hear, for that, hear that decision from the Octagon. And, and, and we'll delve into the world of being ringside. What's it like to be ringside in the guard? Well, the PhD of boxing, Mr. Socrates Palmer, will tell us after the break. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide 35, make that 36 plus years now of being your inside look in the world of boxing and MMA, often imitated but never duplicated. Please stay tuned after the news and join us for hour number two of Ring Talk Live Worldwide, a production of Sports Byline Broadcast Network. Hour number two coming up after the news.
USA Radio News with John Hunt. United States Trade Representative Robert Lighthizer on Face the Nation hailed recent breakthroughs on two different trade fronts. Friday was probably the most momentous day in trade history ever. That day we submitted the USMCA, the Mexico-Canada Agreement, with bipartisan support, support of business, labor, agriculture. We actually introduced that into the House and the Senate, and then in addition did this. It was extremely momentous and indicative of where we're going, what this president has accomplished. Lighthizer was referring to the White House submitting a deal with House Democrats on the U.S.-Mexico-Canada Agreement and the announcement of the first phase of the trade agreement with China. The United States will maintain 25% tariffs on $250 billion in Chinese imports, along with 7.5% tariffs on roughly $120 billion in Chinese So there's this guy named Jordan, and he's a healthy guy. He's a dad of six, and he works as a guide in Alaska. But then he goes to the doctor, and he's diagnosed with cancer, stage four. And here's the thing. He had switched from medical insurance to MediShare, which is a Christian healthcare sharing ministry, so the question for Jordan and his wife Jenny was, is this really going to work? Our medical bills exceeded $160,000. MediShare members shared all our bills. And it was about more than just the money, too. This is a real community. MediShare is, is a family, a group of people that stick with you through the hardest times of your life. I just don't know how I could have done it without MediShare. It's so worth looking into. There's a reason this is growing so fast. If you want to find out more, here's a number for you. 833-34-BIBLE. That's 833-34-BIBLE. 833-34-BIBLE. A number of troops will be coming home from Afghanistan soon. From Washington, here's USA Radio's Chris Barnes. About 4,000 U.S. troops could be heading home from Afghanistan as the White House is reportedly expected to make this announcement this week, according to NBC News. That will leave fewer than 9,000 American troops in Afghanistan. This word comes just days after a special representative for Afghanistan reconciliation did rejoin talks with the Taliban there. I'm Chris Barnes. Nine presidential Democratic candidates, including the party's frontrunners, are urging the Democratic National Committee to reopen televised debates to a broader pool to better reflect the diversity of the current field. But the party officials signaled that they're unlikely to budge and change the rules used in recent months to determine who makes the stage. The candidates say the rules to determine who will appear have unnecessarily and artificially narrowed what started as the strongest and most diverse Democratic field in history. This is USA Radio News. Now you can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost air. 800-215-5141. 800-215-5141. That's 800-215-5141. Kentucky officials are pushing for an investigation into the decision by former Republican Governor Matt Bevin to pardon hundreds of criminals before he left office. USA's Wendy King has details. Bevin pardoned even the toughest of criminals, like rapists and killers. Senate Republican leader Mitch McConnell represents Kentucky. Honestly, I don't approve. It seems to me it was completely inappropriate. I expect he had the power to do it. But looking at the examples of people who are incarcerated as a result of heinous crimes, no, I don't approve of it. 
when pardon was for a convicted killer whose family had raised money for Bevan's campaign. I'm Wendy King. The Super Tuesday primaries on March 3rd, 2020 have a diverse electorate and the largest single-day delegate prize on the Democratic calendar. They have attracted added attention lately since former New York City Mayor Michael Bloomberg has staked his newly launched presidential bid on those contests instead of charting a more conventional path through Iowa and New Hampshire. A CBS News background tracker shows Bloomberg stands in fifth place across the Super Tuesday states while it's Joe Biden along with Elizabeth Warren and Bernie Sanders just behind him, who continue to form up the top tier. Pete Buttigieg is in fourth at 9% and is of yet unable to match the levels of support he's seen in Iowa. Another late entrant into the race, former Massachusetts Governor DeVal Patrick, has gained no traction at less than 1%. For USA Radio News, I'm John Hunt. Dish TV is better than cable TV. Why? Because you can save 45% on packages compared to your high-priced cable bill. Wow. Take those giant scissors out and cut the cable and save with Dish TV. Plus, you get a free DVR upgrade to record your favorite shows and free installation. And with Dish Anywhere, you can watch TV for free on your mobile device. Act fast. You can save hundreds of dollars. Does your cable company do that for you? Get all the best TV programming at your fingertips at a fraction of the price of cable TV. So say adios, arrivederci, goodbye to the high cable bill, and save up to 45% on Dish TV packages today. These are limited time offers and can change at any time. Call fast. 800-405-2561. 800-405-2561. That's 800-405-2561. Ladies, and gentlemen, live from the West Coast, it's time for Ring Talk Live Worldwide, your inside look into combat sports. And now, the host of the longest-running fight show in radio and internet history, Pedro Fernandez. Damas y caballeros, bienvenidos, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Ring Talk Live Worldwide on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network, iHeartRadio, of course, Sirius XM Satellite Radio Channel 211, the Dan Patrick Channel, and like a thousand other internet platforms. Bottom line is, I'm glad you're here, of course, you can be doing a million things. In fact, you listen to Ring Talk Live Worldwide, well, I thank you from the bottom of my heart. I've got a great hour. This is hour number two, of course, live on the Sunday show. We start at 11 a.m. Pacific on this hour number two, of course. In this hour, I'll touch on the USC in our first couple of segments. Talk about the World Welterweight Championship. Of course, Kamir Usman throttling uh, Kobe Covington. Kobe Covington, double C, Donald Trump's fighter. Of course, the Make America Great Ahead again. Said a couple of inappropriate things about some people that people didn't take too kindly of. Bottom line is he was beat down last night and stopped in the fifth round. So we'll hear from the still world welterweight champion, Kamir Usman, at about, say, 20, 25 minutes past the hour. Hey, we'll also hear from the man that lost the world featherweight championship last night. Pound for pound, I told you, those beatings they, in the USC, they take a horrific effect on the body. I'm talking about Ma- uh, Max Holloway, of course, losing in his last fight to Dustin Poirier. He stepped to, up to 155 pounds. He was challenging... Uh, Poirier for a version of the UFC 155-pound lightweight championship. Of course, the winner will go on to fight Khabib. And, of course, Dustin Poirier went over there and got dusted by Khabib, got destroyed by Khabib. Of course, that was the same thing would have probably happened to, to would have happened to Max Holloway. I mean, these, some people are just not in Khabib's league. Now, I don't think there's a guy in Khabib's league yet. Maybe 
Tony Ferguson. We'll talk about that maybe a little bit later in the show. Of course, Tony Ferguson, the former lightweight champion, the man that said, you, no, the man that poured holy water on his wife, thought his wife was a devil. Well, I thought about that about a lot of girlfriends, but I never actually broke out the holy water. Bottom line is, Tony's a different breed. You are tuning to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Open phone lines real quick around the planet. 1-800-878-7529. That's 1-800-878-7529. Or, or the guilt-free, no-commitment text line. The text number here in the studio, 415-275-1613. The studio text line, 415-275-1613. You're tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide, baby, but you know that. Somehow got comes the decision now. Let's listen. Clarity in the world of professional boxing is spelled WBO. That's right. The World Boxing Organization is boxing's only transparent sanctioned body. You can follow the WBO on Facebook or check out their website, WBOboxing.com. That's WBOboxing.com. The World Boxing Organization. Football and basketball seasons are in full swing. So get into the game with our exclusive sports betting partners, betonline.ag. Sign up today to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit to start betting college or professional sports. Every spread, every total, every winner or loser. Straight bet, parlay, or tease your way through the season. You can even bet on wild proposition bets like... Who will be the first head coach to get fired? Or who will win the NBA MVP? Get the fastest to market odds, updates, and payouts with our new sportsbook partners, betonline.ag. Head over to the website today or use your mobile device to join and use promo code COACH55. That's COACH55 to receive your 50% welcome bonus. Betonline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. Now you can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. At 28, I had struggled with opiate and meth addiction for 12 years. I did and said things that the sober me never would have done. One day I realized I was not invincible. I was not exempt. And that's when a friend told me about elite rehab placement. They gave me the tools I needed to get sober. And all it took was the one phone call. Elite Rehab can help you start to break your addiction problem and get sober in as little as seven days. And we'll work with your insurance provider to help cover the costs. Plus, we have travel assistance programs to get you here by plane or train. Make this free call right now to learn more. 800 800-403-5912. 800-403-5912. 800-403-5912. That's 800-403-5912. 
Welcome back to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Of course, a Sports Byline production. My name is Pedro Fernandez. We're talking boxing and MMA today only on Sports Byline. Mr. Dana White, wherever you are, I have a hit list, but I want to start getting paid. I want to start making heavyweight money. Yeah. Why isn't he making heavyweight money? Henry Cujudo, of course, guy that is a champion at what, 125 and 135 pounds? Well, I think he upset the apple cart and he sort of pissed Dana White off. He wasn't supposed to. And Dana White, and Dana White's mind, I don't think he wanted him winning those fights. He actually wanted him to lose and he won and, of course, had to make the flyweight division go on or is it going to go on? Bottom line is Dana White, the control freak that he is, and he wants to come over to the world boxing? No thanks. Last night, the semi-main event actually was the main event as far as I was concerned because I wanted to see what Max Holloway had coming back after the Dustin period dust-up. Of course, losing that five-round decision to a bigger man, lost to a bigger man, took a beatdown, baby, took a, a classic beatdown, of course. And people don't, people don't realize that when you take beatings like that, you know, just, there's some residual effects. It's not going to be like, well, you know, it's like having a cold, you know, or like spraining your ankle. You know, maybe you rehab for a little while and it comes back. Ass whoopings are tough to come back from. They really are. Anyway, last night, Volkanovski, a winner, of course, now 21-1 and one over Max Holloway. Holloway loses for the fifth time in 26 fights. He is 21-5. and five. Of course, the scorecard is 48-47, 48-47, and 50-45. One judge thought it was a runaway, 50-45. to 45. Wow, that means all five rounds zip. Bottom line is Max Holloway loses the featherweight championship. And, and get this, I mean, he loses a status in MMA because he was considered like the most – the most durable, the most, the most, the most dominant champion at 145 in the history of the division. But not only that, pound for pound, he was there. I mean, Max Holloway was there. Maybe not so much anyway. Let's go to the decision last night in the octagon. Ladies and gentlemen, after five rounds, we go to the judges' scorecards for a decision. The judges score the contest: 48-47, 48-47, and 50-45 for the winner by unanimous decision. And new undisputed USC featherweight champion of the world, Alexander the Great Organiski. I know you're having a hard time imagining this. Winner and new. Alexander Volkanovsky, how does that sound? Mate, it's, it's, hey, this is what we do, you know, this is what we always look forward to. It's, you know, we, we shoot for these ranks to get this uh, belt. Look, oh, I just want to say we've had great champions in this division. Aldo, great respectful champion. Max, great respectful champion. I promise to be a great champion too. You have just defeated the consensus greatest featherweight champion of all time. Coming into this fight, what was the preparation? What did you expect? And what, if anything, surprised you? Man, obviously he's got a good jab. He's really good with his distance. He's really good at sucking you into his range. I just had to make sure I had a good corner behind me, uh, directing me through. Sometimes I started going into his range where he was comfortable, and then they had to pull me up. And again, I'm so composed. I've got the good fight IQ, and I've got the job done. And hey, I'm telling you, I'm going to stay champion for a long time. Australia, look at this. I'm bringing it back home, baby. It seemed that low kicks were a huge part of your strategy to slow down the movement. Were, were you surprised at how well he absorbed those? Uh, yeah, look, he changed stance, so 
they were, you know, obviously they probably started uh, doing a little bit of damage, but I'd be lying if I said it wasn't hurting my shins as well. Uh, there was one that hurt me, and he noticed, he's like, ah, oh, that hurt you. I was like, yeah, yeah, I'm good, I'm good. But um, look, man, he's a great champion, nothing but respect. Um, again, obviously, man, he, he, he's one of the GOATs. I took out two of the GOATs back-to-back, -back, you know what I mean? That puts me right up there. Uh, like I said, they were great champions, but now I'm going to be a great cha champion. I'm going to take over for a long time. Well, sir, soak this in. You deserve it. You are the new, undisputed, featherweight champion of the world, Alexander Volkanovski. I'm here with Max Holloway, ladies and gentlemen. Max, I know this is a hard pill for you to swallow. You are absolutely loved by fans all around the world. And you are, without a doubt, the greatest featherweight of all time. But give us your thoughts on what went wrong for you tonight. I'm only 28. I'm only getting better. I'll be back, boys. <laughs> what was the strategy coming in here? And what, if anything, was surprising about Volkanovski's performance? I felt good. I felt good in there. There's three guys that uh, decisions matter, didn't go my way. So at the end of the day, it is what it is. <laughs> As always, sir, you show grace in victory and in defeat. You're one of the best ever. <clears throat> Ladies and gentlemen, Max Holloway. Alexander Volkanovsky coming to us, of course, from Australia. Pretty good fighter, no doubt about that. I didn't think he would take it to Mr. Holloway. In fact, I've got the Secret Seek. He's my MMA guy. He runs a liquor store in South San Francisco, California. I call him the Secret Seek because I won't tell anybody who he is. But the bottom line is he said that Max Holloway was going to win this fight going away. Super Seek, what were you thinking? Bottom line is Max Holloway, the ex-world featherweight champion, 28 years old. But at the age of 28, having taken those ass whoopings, and, you know, his nose is turnt. And, and, and I'm going to tell you that this T-U-R-N-T, it was sort of like a ghetto term that we used back in the gym back in the 70s and the 80s. His nose be turnt. In other words, it was turned from getting punched on. Well, his nose is turned and curled up. The bottom line is the residual effects of combat sports have got to be starting to take their toll, of course, on the former champion, 145 pounds. Maybe the greatest fighter ever of all time at 145. Him and Joe uh, haven't beaten Aldo not once but twice. Maybe so. Speaking of Aldo, last night, of course, loses for the sixth time, 28 wins. Bottom line is time for him to hang it up, man. I mean, just time to hang it up. Listen. You can't just, you just can't keep going. You just, I mean, you can't keep rolling the dice. You get old. This is combat sports, especially if you're trying to make a weight. He comes down to 135 pounds once again for like the, the 19th or 20th time in the past 15 years. I mean, the guy's been around a long time. So the guy comes down, makes this incredible weight. I don't know how he does it. Cuts off an arm and a leg. I don't know. Anyway, bottom line is does a little bit more than diuretics, I believe. Uh, Marlon Moraes beat him. Marlon Morris has beat him with a split decision last night. One judge shot at two rounds and one for Aldo. Maybe thinking about the uh, the legacy there of Jose Aldo, not Jose, Jose. Anyway, the bottom line is the other two judges went 29-28 for Moraes. Of course, he is the winner in this Bantamweight, 135-pound fight. Uh, Bantamweight Peter Yan defeated Uriah Faber. Man, this is tough, tough to report. The California kid, one of my favorite guys. Of course, he used to chide me for liking Mexican Pepsi because they used to talk about sneaking Mexican Pepsi back. When they, used, they didn't used to have Mexican Pepsi sell it here in the United States, I used to smuggle it back when I— I did these monthly cards in Tijuana. I would smuggle back a six-pack or, or something like that, bottles, right? And one time, some lady jammed me up on it. Anyway, she poured out all my Pepsi. I thought that was pretty cold. Uh, the bottom line is Uriah Faber, and I used to go back and forth about that on the radio. He was a loser last night, got knocked out with a head kick, man, in the third round, and PDN just, just drilled him. What can you say? When you get knocked out, knocked out with a head kick, 
It's not like getting knocked out with a punch. It's just not. And people say, well, well, what do you mean? But it's not the difference. It's a big difference. I mean, the muscle, look at the muscle mass in the leg. Okay, look at the muscle mass in the leg. Look at the power that can be created by the leg versus the power that can be created by the arm. Even if a guy gets perfect leverage on it and turns his body into the shot, the whole nine yards, he's going to get a whole lot more on a flush kick than he is going to get on a flush punch. I mean, it's, I mean, come on, simple mathematics. One muscle is bigger than the other. Um, although the the uh, the hand may be faster, the feet I think are a little bit more deadly. And as far as Uriah Faber is concerned, the California kid, he was a former. Uh, he held another title outside of the UFC, but he never won the UFC title. Never won it. And of course, considered the best fighter not to win that title ever in any division. We wish him the very best as he has to ride off hmm, into the sunset here. Because if the California kid doesn't, he's an idiot. I mean, come on, man. I, I, I thought he was pushing the envelope coming back this time. He's 38 years old. Pushing the envelope beyond pushing it, man. He was pushing it a couple of years ago, but he pushed it one more time. He got lit up. Guess what? You know, you don't get easy fights in the UFC, even your easiest fights, you know. I mean, because you can't get a bum in the UFC. I hate to say it to you like that, but you can get a bum in boxing. What do I mean by that? Well, you know, you can get a guy with a horrible record or you can get a guy that you know doesn't take a punch well. In other words, you can like figure out a guy that doesn't take body shots well. Think of Andy Luiz. Um, um, you know, you can pick your opponent, this and that. In the world of mixed martial arts, you've got guys that, are, for the most part, are just multi-talented, multi-faceted. You really can't prepare for one scheme. Some guys are grapplers. Some guys aren't grapplers. Some guys are boxers. Some guys aren't boxers. Some guys just kick. Some guys do the, the Brazilian jiu-jitsu, like to fight on their back. Never liked those guys. That's a little tough. I told you I went to the gym, that Brazilian jiu-jitsu thing in, like, the 90s. Thought I was cool as a boxer. Went to the gym. Was doing fine. We were standing up, man. Once we went down, it was all downhill. Believe me, I was yelling uncle in like 15 seconds. Uncle! Enough, enough! <laughs> you are tuned to the Mighty Sports Byline Broadcast Show. We're here for Kamir Usman, the world welterweight champion, defeating Kobe Covington last night with a fifth-round TKO. We'll hear from him in our next segment. And at 40 minutes past hour, we'll bring in boxing's only PhD, the great Socrates Palmer from the Bronx. You're tuned to the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. Better grab me quick before my knees give way. You're tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. 35, make that 36 years of radio presence. Check it out. Ring Talk returns right after the break. If you or a loved one is suffering from a physical or emotional condition that has left you unable to work, then listen carefully. Take this number down, 800-593-7491. That's 800-593-7491. When you call, you'll speak with a Social Security disability expert and get a free evaluation to see if you may qualify for disability insurance benefits from the U.S. government. That's right, a monthly cash payment paid directly to you from the Social Security Administration. Whether you're applying for the first time or you've already been denied disability benefits, call now. The disability attorneys at Pinnacle Disability can help you build your case, file an appeal, and represent you at no upfront cost to you. Don't wait another minute to see if you may qualify for your Social Security disability benefits. Call Pinnacle Disability Group at 800-593-7491 for your free case evaluation. That's 800-593-7491. 
800-593-7491. Call now. It has been said that everyone has a book in them. But do you have the time or the ability to write your book? Maybe you picked up some skills or had a life experience that you want to pass on in the form of a book to help others. Maybe you want to leave an autobiography for your family. Or maybe you've built a successful business and you want to share your story. At Dorrance Publishing Company, we have professional writers who can help turn your book idea into a finished manuscript quickly and affordably. A Dorrance ghostwriter can provide as much or as little help as you need to complete your book. You'll work directly with your ghostwriter to finish your book faster than you ever could on your own. It's easy to become a published author. Call Dorrance now to learn more. 800-485-6003. Call right now. That number is 800-485-6003. Hey, travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call, because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first-class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. You're tuning to Ring Talk Live Worldwide, coming to you Saturday and Sunday, 11 a.m. Pacific Time, only on Sports Byline. Let's get out of this hot sun into a nice, cool bar. In a few minutes, honey. Cameron Usman hasn't lost since 2013. Got a submission loss, of course, back in the day. Of course, that's like six years ago. Now he's the world welterweight champion with a record of 16-1. and Bottom line, he's an amazing fighter at 170 pounds. Of course, last night taking care of Mr. Kobe Covington. Mr. Covington... Of course, he's got some issues, and maybe I might not agree with his political outlook and some of his, uh, his some of the things he says. But the bottom line is, he's a decent fighter. And last night, they went into the fifth round. Let's see what the champion had to say post-fight. Congratulations on an epic performance and win tonight, man. You got to be feeling just on top of the world. Oh, I feel good. Uh, I'm pretty content. And and Rashad could could kind of tell you guys, um, you know, I don't jump too much for joy in things <laughs> like this. Um, you know. Of course, I, I soak it in, but I know what I put into this. I worked tirelessly. I sacrificed my body. I sacrificed my time. And, um, you know, and we, we got it done. You know, this was the result that we wanted. I said all week that I wanted to punish him for four and a half rounds and then finish him, and uh, that's exactly what <laughs> I did. Let's talk about your game plan here for a minute. What was the, the point in the game plan you felt like it was starting to turn your way? What was that moment in the fight? Uh, no game plan. Um, I, I, I knew that um, – these guys, every all week, all month, since this fight got signed, everybody kept saying, oh, he's got a crazy gas tank, crazy gas tank. I got a crazy gas tank, too. And and and, and these guys, um, you know, those guys that he was fighting and really implementing that gas tank on, those guys weren't me. 
those guys can't wrestle the way that I can wrestle. I knew that if he was going to try to wrestle, he would burn himself out. And I think he knew that as well. So he didn't try to wrestle. And this was a bona fide mano y mano fight. You know, there was a lot being said, and we wanted to duke it out in there. We did. It was amazing to see your team celebrate uh, this win. And, and I'd imagine for you, even if this chapter isn't closed with finality, the fact that this fight has been on your radar for a year and a half or so, and, and you're able to not just win but beat this guy longer, uh, you got to be happy that uh, your attention can be placed in another direction at least. For yeah, me. absolutely. I mean, um, this wasn't just for me. This was for the whole world. Absolutely. This was for the whole world. This one's for the Brazilian the people of Brazil. This one is also for, you know, my former manager, Glenn Robinson. Yeah. Um, my whole team, the Black Zillions, the former Black Zillions, my team now. You know, this one is for everybody. And, uh, you know, love wins tonight. You know, um, the whole buildup. You know, he said a lot of things, and to me, it was just it was just perpetuating a lot of hate, mm -hmm. a lot of division, and I didn't like that. You know, love wins. I wanted to go in there and show some love and show some unity. You know, I gave him his props. He's a very tough and talented guy, but at the end of the day, I'm the best in the world right now. I was impressed with that finish. Going into that last round, your corner told you that he broke his jaw. How much did that put a, uh, okay, I'm going to go out there and put an exclamation point on this fight? I actually didn't hear them. Oh, you all. didn't hear him say that? No, I was zoned out. I was completely zoned out. I just knew that all I was thinking in my head is, where's this gas tank? Where's this gas tank? Where's this gas tank they're talking about? I'm not even breathing hard. Cause I don't know if you guys can see. I think I'm in the beginning of the fifth or the fourth round, I was hopping around. And I'm looking, oh, yeah. I'm looking across. I'm like, where's this gas tank? Bro, I'm just getting started. You know, I, I'm about to step on this thing. And, um, you know, he was kind of taking his time getting off the stool. And I just wanted to, I just wanted to kind of come forward and come forward and step up another level. But once I hit him, I didn't want to get overzealous because in the Tyron Woodley fight, I could have put Woodley away. But, you know, it was my title fight. You know, right. I, I, got, I got a little overzealous, and I, I tried to finish him. I was swinging wildly. You know, and, and that's not necessarily what I do. I, I can stay back, stay behind the jab, find the strikes, and really get the guys out of there. And I wanted to put a definitive finish on this one. Before we let you fly, and we appreciate you coming up here. I know it's been a long night for you and a long week and a My long pleasure. training camp and everything. Now, your boy Rashad's here. I knew you were going to make it up here. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. But as far as your welterweight legacy is concerned, you know, you have felt since you were 5 or 6-0 and oh in the UFC that you were the best welterweight in the world. But the championship opportunities didn't come now you're one win shy of george st pierre's all-time record for welterweight win win streak and you got just one defense i mean it's pretty incredible in terms of the body of work and uh now you got the belt to prove it again defend it tonight yeah yeah i mean um you know i don't really look at that a lot of people legacy is something that is bestowed upon you once you're done that's not something that you come out and say, uh, hey, this is my legacy, this is my legacy. I don't really care about that. I'm taking it one fight at a time. If I'm doing my job, at the end of my career, people will look back at everything that I've done and say, you know what? That guy was the best ever because of the legacy that he left. You want that game bread fight? The who? Game bread, Jorge Masvidal. Who is that? There you go. I mean, you know, uh, let's be honest. There's a lot of guys that are more deserving. I mean, you're, you're looking. There's some killers in this division right now. You're looking at Leon Edwards. Yeah. Leon Edwards is, hasn't lost a fight since he fought me. Right. Has been finishing guys, tough guys. You know, that guy's way more deserving. You know, and I mean, I understand there's a lot of hype behind a, certain, a couple of guys. But, you know, there, there's a ton of guys that are deserving right now. You know, those guys, I feel like they're kind of, you know, right here. I'm sitting on top just kind of looking at them. And, uh, you know, they need to duke it out and figure out who's next. And, uh, you know, I'll be waiting. I'm going to go take a vacation, you know, go love on my daughter. 
and uh, give her a nice Christmas. And, uh, you know, whoever Dana and these guys decide that I, I need to beat up next, I'm up for it. Wow. The world welterweight champion, of course, we talk about man, the man, of course. What can you say? I mean, he's only lost one fight. Of course, that one fight was a long time ago, 2013. He was lost by submission to a guy that nobody's heard of as far as Hall of Fame is concerned. But this guy might be headed to the Hall of Fame. He might be the best guy right now around maybe 170, 155. More except for Khabib. Maybe Khabib can go anywhere. We'll talk about Khabib in a minute. But the bottom line is, got to give him props last night. He was a winner. He walked away proud. Of course, as I said, there was a lot of hate in this fight, hate on the Covington side. And he said, love won. Now, I'm usually not into this love type of thing and spreading the love. But if that sort of worked last night, and maybe people can see things a little bit differently. Um, but I just, I'm just, I'm just for unity, man. Let's put things together. Let's put, what did, what did Rodney King say back then? Can't we all just get along? Anyway, bottom line, let's take a look at the UFC schedule. Looks like, oh, Brian Ortega tore his ACL. So he's out of the, the fight on the, what, the 21st against, uh, against, uh, God, the Korean zombie. He was, of course, going to go over to, go over to South Korea. I thought that was a big mistake. Why? Because he's been a year off. And of course, that last fight, he took that ass whooping in that. At the hands of Max Holloway, it was a horrific beating. I mean, one of those guys' type of beatings that you just don't close the drawer on. I just don't think you can. That's one of those beatings I don't think you'll ever recover from. It was that bad of a beating. I would have stopped that fight two rounds earlier. I mean, good Lord, what was his corner thinking? What was the referee thinking? What was the doctor thinking? What was, what, what was, I mean, the fighter, I understand, he doesn't want to quit and look bad. But you know what? You pull the cord for him. You don't put him in the spot to make him pull the cord. But anyway, it looks like Frankie Edgar is going to step in against the Korean zombie. It's going to be the... Uh, December 21st, I believe, on ESPN. Of course, some of you from Busan, South Korea. Now, he's back. Who is some talk about Conor McGregor? Not a big Conor McGregor fan, but January 18th, T-Mobile Green in Las Vegas, Nevada. Of course, he returns against the Cowboy Donald Cerrone. Cerrone's been knocked out twice in a row. Oh, and back to, wait, wait, hold on a second. Back to Kamur Usman for a minute, the World Welterweight Champion. He said he didn't want to fight Jorge Masvidal, but he, was, he thought he was less deserving, but he wanted to fight some guy he already beat. Did that make any sense? All right, Leon always has a loss since I beat him, but I want to fight him again. Wait, wait, you already beat that guy. Maybe you should fight Masvidal. Masvidal's a fight. Anyway, Masvidal is, of course, the pound-for-pound baddest dude around after he knocked him. I mean, he took out Ben Askren, what, in four or five seconds, won the fight with Nate Diaz. I mean, beat Nate Diaz down. Let's be honest, Nate Diaz was throttled, stopped on cuts, but he was being throttled. People say, oh, you know, Nate Diaz got a big comeback, a big gas tank. He's going to be able to come back. It didn't happen in that night, no doubt about that. Anyway, looking forward to this uh, this Conor McGregor fight. Why? Because he's a 170-pounder, and he's not a 170-pound fighter. I mean, he is after the whiskey and and the good times and and that kind of stuff. But you know, we happened. So we saw what happened when he fought at 170 against against the aforementioned Nate Diaz. Didn't have the didn't have the cardio. Didn't, didn't just didn't have it. He isn't a 170-pounder. Big difference from a guy that maybe exceeded excelled at 145. Ooh. Moved to 155, beat up um, Eddie Alvarez, took out Eddie Alvarez real quick, good knockout win, more power to him. I mean, knocked out Aldo, the aforementioned Jose Aldo, for the 145-pound belt, stepped up to 155, took out Eddie Alvarez, no doubt about that. But since then, what has he done? So now he's going to come back against a guy that's lost two times in a row. Sound like a guy with a whole lot of confidence and intestinal fortitude? Probably not. He could have fought Cerrone before, and Cerrone was on a positive roll. He waited until he was on a negative roll, and of course, probably two years older. Anyway, 
Conor McGregor, not what he once was. The whiskey softened him up. The money softened him up. That's what happens when you got money. Of course, in hour number one, Larry Merchant, the retired HBO godfather, talked about that in depth, how money ruins fighters. Yeah, I've seen a whole lot of guys get ruined by money, folks. Money and women. Women are bad for your legs, and, and money's just, just bad for you in general. <laughs> this is the way it is. You are tuned to the mighty Sports Byline Broadcast Network. Of course, we'll be bringing the PhD of boxing in next from the Bronx, baby. I'm talking about the Bronx bomber, Socrates Palmer. We'll bring him in. Of course, we'll have him break down his, uh, his analysis of last night's fights at the Garden. Of course, he was at the Mecca of Boxing, being the guy from the Bronx. He was there. You know it. So he'll be here with us. In just a couple of minutes, we'll talk about Socrates Palmer live on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. Don't forget, Ring Talk airs Saturday and Sunday at 11 a.m. Pacific. I'm right here on the mighty Sports Byline Broadcast Network, iHeartRadio, and of course, Sirius XM Satellite Radio, Channel 211. Clarity in the world of professional boxing is spelled WBO. That's right, the World Boxing Organization is boxing's only transparent sanctioned body. You can follow the WBO on Facebook or check out their website, WBOboxing.com. That's WBOboxing.com. The World Boxing Organization. Here's a great way to save money on your prescription medications. If you take Viagra or Cialis, we can give you a way to pay as little as $2 a pill. Compare that to prices as high as $60 per tablet. These pills work for men and women to improve their sexual performance. And now for the price of two or three pills, you can get nearly 100 There's no need to pay expensive prices for Viagra or Cialis. Call now with your prescription and pay as little as $2 a pill. We offer 24-7 service and always free delivery and confidential packaging. Change your life for the better and have fun. Call Pharmacy Shop 24-7 to get generic versions of Viagra or Cialis for as little as $2 a pill, plus free discreet shipping. 800-709-4409. That's 800-709-4409. Money Now 100 is not a lender, broker, or agent of any lender or financial advisor. We do not make loans or credit decisions. You must be 18 years or older and a U.S. resident to qualify. This is not an offer or solicitation to lend. I went to MoneyNow100.com and got the $5,000 I needed deposited in my account the next business day. If you need money for any reason, help is here. Go to MoneyNow100.com and get the money you need. Need to pay off credit card debt? Go to MoneyNow100.com. Need your car? repaired need home improvement money visit moneynow100.com if you need fast cash for any reason go to moneynow100.com good bad or no credit at all go to moneynow100.com you could get up to five thousand dollars as soon as the next business day go to moneynow100.com on your phone tablet or computer type in the address bar moneynow100.com that's moneynow the number 100.com
love iHeartRadio. Second sports fans, you're listening to Ring Talk Live Worldwide in exclusive Sports Byline production. 40 minutes past the hour. Welcome back to the Sports Byline broadcast that we're on the line from the Bronx. No, he's not at Yankee Stadium, but he's coming to us from the Bronx. Of course, I'm talking about boxing's only two PhD, Mr. Socrates Palmer. Sir, how are you today? I'm doing fine, Pedro. How are you? Excellent. Now, you were ringside last night, of course, at the Mecca of Boxing for the Terrence Crawford fight. Let's talk about Crawford first up. Uh, and I asked Larry Merchant this now hour number one. Can you say the other guy's name? Kaviaskis, I believe it is. And oh, you know what? Is that okay? Yeah, that's, that's, that's a whole lot better than Larry. Larry and I wouldn't even start. We just say, call him the other guy. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I was just like, well, that, that's his second sort of calling him, so I guess he, he's got to be right. <laughs> um, I'll tell you what, if, if you didn't know how to pronounce his name before the fight, at least you know his name because that guy could fight. He can fight. Yeah, it, and he, it, it, in person, he looked like a guy, he, he looked like a middleweight. He picked back. He must have been close. He had to be about over, over 160 pounds last night a big welterweight, and he would give anyone trouble. Okay. I'm talking about the weight just for a second. The Lopez mm-hmm. fight, of course, him and Comey were only allowed to gain 10 pounds per the IBF by, by the next morning. Mm-hmm. Um, how do you feel about that, being a boxing PH? I mean, being the guy, do you think that we should be, once they weigh in, should that be it, or should we be checking guys afterwards? What's the story on that, in your opinion? You know, We've had so many instances of guys really getting hurt. And ironically, it happened in Madison Square Garden, uh, Joey Gamash and the Sir Gaddy. Um, I believe it's definitely, number one, you, you would probably figure it's for the safety of the fighter. Number two, for the competitive balance of the fight. Um, I think it's fair. I mean, anywhere between 10 and 15 pounds probably seems fair. Um, you know, some people, you, you talk to two different people, you, you get two different responses. Some people might say that the added weight could be something that hinders the fighters and make them slower. Someone else will obviously say, well, the guy's coming in stronger, have more resistance on the punch. You know, I, I'm kind of on the fence on that, uh, to be honest. You know, what's funny is that, is that you would start starve to make starve come down the weight like oatmeal and pieces of broccoli and that kind of good stuff. And, and all kinds of other extremities, but you struggle to come down and wait. And then your stomach is shrunk, so they say, okay, you can eat. But guess what? You can't eat anything because your stomach is so small. You know what I'm saying? So you take a couple of grapes and this, and that's, you know, basically you're like done. Let's let's get this on. Um, at the end of the night, though, some guys are gaining too much weight and they're getting an unfair. You think that that's an unfair advantage? You think the unfair advantage is there? I mean, some of these guys in the UFC, they're weighing in. They're, they're coming in like 25, almost 30 pounds heavier than their initial weight. I think in mixed martial arts, that's a bigger advantage because in boxing, at the end of the day, it's, it's 
you can get away with with your hand speed, your foot speed, and it's not to take anything away. It's a different type of skill set. In MMA, mm-hmm. you're leaning on a guy. You're literally, you know, you're pressing on a guy, you know, body to body. So you can't tell me that it's not an advantage for a guy to be 25 pounds heavier. You know, it's like, no. I, you know, um, if that's being done in MMA, I think that they should probably look into that. Uh, okay. Stricter than now, being boxing. Now, here we go with the $64,000 question. Was a superstar born last night? Is Teofimo Lopez, is, is, he, is he headed towards superstardom? Pedro, I, I need, I, you know what? I got to jump out the window. I have to say yes. I mean, the older I've gotten, I've become more of a prosecutor. And for me to leave my house, it has to be for a special occasion. And I said to myself, I have to be there in person because I want to tell my kids 20 years from now, 30 years from now, that I saw see a female locals do something special. And he did. What? What is a great performance. And props to Comey, uh, who had his moments in the fight, especially that first round. Yep. In, in only two rounds of, of boxing, Teofimo Lopez walked away with a little uh, mouse under his uh, uh, left eye. So that jab was landing, you know, and just a beautiful shot in exchange. Lopez was got there first, and it was amazing. It was very lucky. He stole the show. Okay, so-called boxing know-it-alls, like Hector Martinez, mm-hmm. who says that Lopez holds that left hand too low and that he would be lunch me for Lomachenko. What does he do? He comes out and he calls out Lomachenko. And what's happening with that? Is this going to go down in April? Uh, Lomachenko, from what I understand, said, I'll see you in April. Yeah. Lopez has been gung-ho for about a year now, calling out Lomachenko. And probably a year ago, we thought that he was crazy. Now it's like, well, you know, he's not so crazy, especially after Lomachenko's fight against... Um, Campbell, I believe it was, he showed some vulnerability, vulnerability, sorry, and he was also mm-hmm. dropped by Jorge Linares, who's a good puncher himself. So, you, you know, people start to wonder, has Lomachenko lost a step? I think, personally, I wouldn't want to see that fight go down so soon. I still think Lopez needs some seasoning. Lomachenko's a brilliant fighter. He's not a good, he, he does things in boxing that that you can count on one hand that other fighters have done. You know, I think what separates Lomachenko is his defense, his foot speed, and he's also a dog. You've seen the moments where he gets hit, he comes back, just like uh, Terrence Crawford did last night. He, he, he mm-hmm. is a fighter. And I don't know if Lopez is ready yet at this stage in his career, but, you know, Lopez's game is one punch. So, you know, one punch could change everything. And, and, and here, Bob Aaron was willing to put his two, two of his, two of his ultimately top stars against one another. Right, exactly. When he doesn't necessarily have to, especially, you know, someone he could still milk Lomachenko for about another year, you know, playing safe. And then when he says, okay, you know, because I, I don't know exactly Lomachenko's age, but he's, you know, he has a long amateur career. He may not have much left. He had a surgery uh, a year ago, so he's starting to wear down a little bit. Uh, he, I'm, I'm, I'm very, I, I would be shocked if that fight happened in April. Two-time world amateur champion, threw over 300 amateur fight scores. Um, it's, I think it's, I'll put it this way. I'm sort of like this. I'm on the fence. Mm-hmm. I don't know whether Lomachenko's gotten old overnight. Know something about old overnight or something that, that, that Lopez and his team are seeing because they're gung-ho on this. You said they were calling him out over a year ago. And usually don't call guys out 
that you're skeptical of maybe not beating. You feel me? Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, also the fact is Lomachenko real lightweight. I mean, Lomachenko, you know, won his first title at 122 pounds, I believe. So yeah. that's a, probably a factor as well. Um, Piofimo Lopez is a, is a big lightweight, you know, six back. He may not be at lightweight much longer. Um, I, you know, it, it's, uh, I'm, I'm sure that uh, the people that manage him at the split C must see something that they like, you know, and aside from just, you know, cashing in, you know, because, I mean, Lopez really has our potential, mm-hmm. you know, both in and out of the ring. 147 pounds, Manny Pacquiao is like the, the, the heir apparent, the star right now. I mean, he's a star at 147 pounds. People say to me, hey, Manny's a champ again. Okay, he's a champ again. Um, what's, is there any idea where Manny Pacquiao, what, what, his, what his future looks like? Is he going to box? And I mean, what's the story on that? Uh, well, I saw recently that he just uh, attained a degree uh, in his home country. Uh, props to him. I don't know. Manny is a dude that seems to always need, he needs to be active doing something, you know, and he's very public about it. I believe he has gotten accustomed to a very lavish lifestyle and, you know, the biggest paychecks come from boxing. So, you know, if they're going to throw a few million dollars his way, I, why not fight? And, and especially after the way he performed against Keith Thurman, you know, um, I think, you know, the PBC roster of welterweight has enough for him to be occupied. I mean, you can't tell me he would not be the favorite against Sean Porter, Danny Garcia. Uh, if they want to make the fight against Mikey Garcia, he, I'd probably be favored to beat all three easily. So Okay. You know, uh, okay. And, and I'm willing to go, I'm willing to say that. First of all, what does that say about the current welterweight status? The fact that a 40, almost 41 year old man is considered the, uh, the king. Uh, well, I mean, I don't think it's considered the king. I think for I think consensusly it's a coin flip between Spence and, and, and Crawford. But the, you know what to say um, about the current welterweight crop? It's a little watered down. You know, you have a guy that's a blown up featherweight. You know, but he's not just a regular, you know, blown up featherweight. You talk about just his career, regardless of of, of, the, of the fact of the cloud of CDs maybe surrounding him. He is a historic figure in boxing, you know, Manny Pacquiao. So he's not just an ordinary dude, you know, and he's still operating at a high level. And it's amazing. I mean, he whipped up on Keith Thurman. He's not just you know, he whipped up on Keith. Jump. You know, <laughs> I, remember, I remember the Keith Thurman. I remember the first time I saw him, he was like, he, he, he was at the Holiday Inn on 8th Street here in San Francisco, and he had one Manny Pacquiao jogging shirt, his jogging suit said Manny Pacquiao on the back, and he was the IBF champion, and of course that night he had a rough time in the ring, but he was a winner, but I, I just said to myself, this is the Filipino, this is a rage, this and that, yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe so, and then of course he becomes an icon, I mean, the guy's a congressman, going to run for president, of course, the pound for pound, um, as far as draws, because when I talk about being the king, he can make more money than all those other guys. That makes him the king. Absolutely. I mean, he is, he is still a draw. Um, you know, actually in person, just to go back, you know, since I was there last night, how nasty the, the relationship ended with Top Rank and him. Top Rank has this little um, B-roll uh, hype tape that they play right before the main event of all the great fighters that have 
passed, you know, have fought under their banner. The only highlight they had of Manny Pacquiao, who's probably the, been their biggest star the last 30 years, was him getting flattened by Marseille. <laughs> oh, man. That was, I was well, like, uh, I think Bob's a little salty. <laughs> are you trying to tell me Bob Aram is spiteful, that he would try to get some type of, of revenge against somebody? I mean, come on, man. This is a man that said, this is, I quote, and I was there. He said, uh, he said, listen, listen to me, listen to me, listen to me. Yesterday I was lying, but today I'm telling the truth. And we were in Vegas. We were like Mike Marley. We were like all mind blown on that. What did he say? Yeah, that's what he said. Bob Arrow said, quote, yesterday I was lying, but today I'm telling the truth. Close quotes. Your comments? Mm. <laughs> that's, yeah, only in boxing, man. Only in boxing. But, I mean, Bob should be happy. I mean, he, man, just like him, two old guys still getting the job done. You know, still at the okay. top of the game. Real quick now, tell me uh, about this kid you're working mm-hmm. with. You're back in the gym. Oh, okay. Thank you. Um, yeah, I'm doing strength and conditioning work um, with uh, Ismael Vigareal. He is a second-generation prize fighter. His father was a, a journeyman uh, from Ecuador. Mm-hmm. And so far, he's 6-0. Uh, he fights under the main event banner. Um, little by little, he, he fought uh, two weeks ago. He's coming back January 31st in New Hampshire. And, you know, baby steps. He was a, he was a golden... Gloves champion. Uh, he won uh, the novice, finished, I think, in the semifinals in the second time around. So he's a great kid. He's a great kid. He's a 154-pounder. He could punch, um, he, but he's a work in progress, no doubt. But he is the hardest worker you want to see in the gym. You know what I used to call Kathy Duva? What? The Duva Diva. The Duva, the Duva Diva, Diva, baby. She, I mean... I watched it one time. She talked about it. She goes, you know, it's hard to, to imagine I'm dividing up millions of dollars right now. I mean, millions of millions. That's what she would say. She was dividing this up at a coffee table in Lake Tahoe, Nevada with the Chargans. Anyway, Socrates, we'll see you Saturday. All the best to you, my brother. Thank you, brother. Appreciate the opportunity. Thank you. The incredibly always talented Mr. Socrates Palmer, Boxing's True PhD. You're tuned to the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. You're tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide, 35, make that 36 years of radio presence. Check it out. Ring Talk returns right after the break. It has been said that everyone has a book in them. But do you have the time or the ability to write your book? Maybe you picked up some skills or had a life experience that you want to pass on in the form of a book to help others. Maybe you want to leave an autobiography for your family. Or maybe you've built a successful business and you want to share your story. At Dorrance Publishing Company, we have professional writers who can help turn your book idea into a finished manuscript quickly and affordably. A Dorrance ghostwriter can provide as much or as little help as you need to complete your book. You'll work directly with your ghostwriter to finish your book faster than you ever could on your own. It's easy to become a published author. Call Dorrance now to learn more. 
Call right now. That number is 800-485-6003. Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how simple it is right now by calling for your free Page Publishing new author submission kit. One quick three-minute phone call. That's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published. Pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number. 800-603-0885-800-603-0885-800-603-0885. That's 800-603-0885. Imagine this is your money and someone wants to take it from you. Who is it? The IRS. They want your money. And guess what? They can legally take it. All of it if they want. Remember, they sent you that letter that said, hey, you owe us a bunch of cash and we're going to take it from you. So what do you do? Fight back by letting our team of experts at the tax helpline work it out with the IRS so you can keep your money. And we're good at what we do. When you hire us, you get a team of guys on your side that know the IRS laws and will fight to save your money. So if you owe the IRS a ton of cash and you want to keep it, call right now and learn for free how we can help you put it back in your pocket. 800-932-1749. 800-932-1749. That's 800-932-1749. Now more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. He's got a crazy gas tank, crazy gas tank. Looking at this week in boxing history, December 11th, 1982, I was there, of course, the Sacramento Memorial Auditorium, man, this place was rocking, sold out for the fourth time. These guys will hook it up. Bobby, the schoolboy Chacon, and of course, then WBC light, super lightweight, junior lightweight champion, 130-pound champion, Bazooka Lamon. They met for the fourth and final time, of course. It went 15 rounds. It was hell. I mean, it was hell. Chacon pulled off in the 15th round. Chacon, for Chacon, this was really his last Last, last last, real big hurrah as far as wins were concerned, in my mind, because bottom line was his wife had committed suicide a few weeks before this fight. Not a good time in the life of Bobby Chacon. May he rest in peace. Of course, our house historian, we pick up a new historian, folks. We hope to get him in the groove. I'm talking about Billow. Billow is our new house historian, and Billow brought us that fight December 11, 1982, a 15-round decision for Bobby the schoolboy Chacon. Well, guess who's back? The cut man's back. That's right. Scott Cuddy, executive producer, of course, went on vacation. He's back. We're happy to have him back. The show is usually flawless when, when he's around. And when there are flaws when he's around, you can hear, like, the Richter scale move. What I'm trying to tell you is he throws stuff all around the studio. He throws to Yeah, that's the cut man. We're glad to have him back. Love him and love him like we do. Bottom line is you are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide, Saturday and Sunday, 11 a.m. Pacific. I want to thank you so much for tuning in, of course. There's a million things you can be doing right now. But the fact you listen to Ring Talk Live Worldwide, well, Pedro Fernandez, I thank you from the bottom of my heart. Until next time, much peace, much respect. Don't forget, 
Ring Talk Live Worldwide, Saturday and Sunday, 11 a.m. Pacific time on Sports Byline. <laughs> 